Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On this episode of the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast, we're going to talk about angiotensin receptor blockers, also known as ARBs, ARBs. Common drugs from this medication class include Irbisartan, which is Avapro, Candesartan, which is Atacand, Losartan, probably the most common one I see, uh, which is Kozar, Olmosartan, Benicar, Valsartan is another one I, I commonly see in practice, which is Diavan, and Telmasartan, which is Micartus. The mechanism of action is as the class describes it. So these are angiotensin receptor blockers, and what they do is prevent angiotensin 2 from binding to the angiotensin 2 receptor. If you remember from the ACE inhibitors, angiotensin 2 is a potent vasoconstrictor. Now there all are other uh, cascading events that can happen from this binding uh, to the receptor. And another important one to remember is the release of aldosterone. And by preventing or blocking the release, reducing the release of aldosterone, that can potentially raise potassium levels, which I'll talk a little bit more um, with the uh, side effects portion. So remembering uh, that mechanism of action, uh, looping it in with ACE inhibitors. ACE inhibitors prevent the production of angiotensin II, which is that potent vasoconstrictor. Aldos angiotensin receptor blockers prevent the binding of that angiotensin II to its receptor. So hopefully that kind of makes sense in how they uh, lower blood pressure and act on that angiotensin 2. The most common indication for use uh, for the angiotensin receptor blockers is certainly hypertension. With that said, there's also uh, quite a few compelling indications for using an ARB uh, just like there are for ACE inhibitors. So a um, couple of classic examples is uh, heart failure. These medications can be beneficial in that setting. Uh, improving mortality. Another setting is in uh, diabetes and reducing the risk of uh, kind of a progressive uh, kidney disease type situation. Memorable side effects from the ARBs, uh, hyperkalemia, so remember that interplay with aldosterone, so blocking, reducing the effects of aldosterone in the body, 
can raise that potassium. So a situation um, in clinical practice where that can be helpful uh, is in patients who maybe are on diuretics already. So let's say you've got a heart failure patient, they're on uh, furosemide, a loop diuretic already. Well, that's got the potential to deplete potassium. ARBs can potentially raise potassium and potentially help um, with that, along with the compelling indication that I mentioned before. Uh, in general, when you think about ARB side effects, think of ACE inhibitor side effects. So they can lower blood pressure. Uh, they can cause that hyperkalemia. Now, the one exception to that is cough. ARBs, because they work in a, in a different area mechanistically, um, do not cause the cough at the rate that ACE inhibitors do. So what this means is in patients that maybe we've got a good compelling indication, we really want to use an ACE inhibitor, but they ran into that cough with an ACE inhibitor, we can certainly try an ARB. And likely, um, in most cases, they will probably tolerate that ARB uh, without issue. Again, as long as they didn't have other side effects as well with an ACE inhibitor. If it was just that cough, uh, they, they probably will likely tolerate uh, that ARB. Lab monitoring is going to be important with the ARBs. Uh, I mentioned that potassium. Uh, like I said, in situations where, where this is added, you, you definitely can run into a hyperkalemia state. Uh, the other uh, important parameter we need to monitor, and this is true of ACE inhibitors as well, is kidney function. Uh, the way they work in the, the kidney, they, they can potentially uh, exacerbate or, or contribute to an acute renal failure situation. That's uh, more common in the, the setting of uh, drug interactions, which I'll, I'll kind of talk about um, in the, the drug interaction sections. But uh, kidney function and uh, potassium are very, very important. And then obviously uh, blood pressure as well is going to be another important monitoring parameter. One really rare side effect that's uh, true of both the, the ARBs and the ACE inhibitors is angioedema. Incredibly, inc incredibly rare. I've only seen it a couple of times uh, in my years of, of practice. So, uh, again, very, very rare. But if you ever hear of a patient who has angioedema, your first thought probably should be, are they on an ACE inhibitor or an ARB? There are other medications that can potentially cause angioedema, uh, but again, ACEs and, and ARBs are kind of um, the ones that I've always been most classically taught uh, as contributing to an angioedema. So that swelling of the, the lip, uh, the mouth, the tongue, and potentially down into the airway is what we get really, really concerned uh, with angioedema about because that potentially could block off uh, that airway and prevent a, a person from breathing, which obviously is not a good thing. In the management of blood pressure, one kind of unique pearl with the ACEs and, and ARBs is that patients of African descent, um, blacks, may not respond as well uh, to this uh, medication, and that's simply due to uh, kind of genetic variations and the, the role of the renin, angiotensin, aldosterone system. Uh, in these uh, type of patients. So an important pearl to remember there. 
uh, in our patients that you may not see uh, responding to these medications. Uh, definitely remember that if they've um, got African descent or, or black, um, they may not uh, get a, a decent reduction in blood pressure lowering effect. If you really like this podcast, I wanted to point out a, a book I wrote called Naplex Nuggets. It's really a bullet point uh, study guide for the most highly testable medications and the clinical pearls that are really relevant, really, really important uh, that frequently come up on uh, pharmacology exams and things things like that. So uh, check it out on Amazon, Naplex Nuggets, N-A-P-L-E-X uh, Nuggets. And uh, I think you'll find that it's a pretty uh, valuable resource, much like this uh, podcast uh, in breaking down medications and classes and side effects and, and really highly testable stuff. I want to finish up on drug interactions with the ARBs. Uh, ACE inhibitors and ARBs both generally tend to not have a ton of drug interactions, so that's a really, really good thing. Uh, with that said, there are definitely a few. So first one I, I wanted to mention is lithium. So ACE inhibitors and ARBs, you may see these medications raise lithium levels. So a patient who has bipolar disorder being maintained on lithium, that is a potential concern that we need to monitor and pay attention to. Uh, second interaction I, I've got to mention is hyperkalemia risk. So if a patient's already on drugs that can raise potassium, so an example being uh, an aldosterone antagonist like spironolactone, for example, if we add on an ARB uh, to that medication regimen, we definitely do increase the risk of hyperkalemia. Now, the drug itself, um, you know, whether it be a, a losartan or a valsartan, the drug itself can do it on its own, um, but we may have a little bit of an additive effect if we use an ARB maybe with um, a spironolactone. Another drug that I do see used uh, on a short-term basis is uh, trimethoprim, which is commonly found in Bactrim, combination of sulfamethoxazole and trimethoprim. So that trimethoprim component can potentially uh, interact with those ARBs or any other drug that can raise potassium and kind of give it an added boost and uh, significantly bump up that potassium into a potentially uh, dangerous level where we could have uh, EKG ch changes, cardiac changes, things like that. The last interaction uh, that I, I think you definitely need to be aware of and, and monitor is uh, kind of the cumulative effect from multiple medications that can uh, have an impact on the kidney. So whenever we've got an ARB, uh, maybe you've got a patient taking an over-the-counter NSAID for pain. Uh, they may also be on diuretics in the setting of uh, CHF, fluid overload, edema, things like that. The more uh, medications that can be taxing on the kidney can kind of have this cumulative effect, and we do uh, increase the risk of acute renal failure as we increase doses and add more of these type of medications. So um, it's not that these drugs are, are never used together because they certainly are. I see ARBs and diuretics used frequently. Um, but when we add more and more of these medications, you got to recognize 
that we may have to do a little closer monitoring on kidney function and make sure that we're not uh, putting our patients into an acute renal failure type situation. I think that sums up the podcast for today. Uh, Hopefully you uh, enjoyed it, find it valuable. I've got a really sweet offer going on uh, where I'm giving away a 31-page PDF, and it's of the uh, top 200 medications, and that's right on the website, reallifepharmacology.com. It's simply for subscribers. You get updates to uh, when I create a new podcast and Um, any type of of special offers as well there. So again, 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. I pick out three really highly testable pearls that are likely going to come up in any uh, pharmacology board exam or things of of that nature. So go check that out, reallifepharmacology.com. Take care. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.